For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Now, listen, I know that I'm a stickler for details. I come from the old school, learn it from my dad, and I know our next guest, Bill Chow's from the old school. I've heard in past places that I've worked that I wasn't that well-liked, because guess what? I held people accountable. And also, guess what? We won! How about that? Details, details, details. Details win, details lose. Are you winning now? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Ah, yeah. Uh, Welcome to Hour 2. It's the second half kickoff brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Stanley Cup playoffs and for Seattle Kraken Nation. There you go. (laughs) The owner switched his allegiances from the Toronto Maple Leafs to the Seattle Kraken. Can you blame him? We're all sitting here rocking and rolling in the studio singing Loonies and Toonies. Loonies and Toonies. The hip-hop song by Arlen Bruce III that he's asked us to play on this show. We had a quick vote. It was three. The eyes had it. Arlen says, Loonies and Toonies Club Remix is definitely what needs to be played at every stadium across the league. CFL, NHL, NBA, U Sports. It's for Canada. Oh, yeah, because Americans would like Loonies and Toonies? What is that? Is that a song about a gentleman's club, Arlen? Come on. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know <laughs> what exactly yeah. what you're saying. Uh, yeah. So here's what's happening in the news today. As we refer to it, the news. Bruce Cassidy, the head coach of the Boston Bruins, has been dinged $25,000 for being critical of officials last night. Uh, after game five of their series with the New York Islanders. And I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> but it was actually funny. He's like, we're playing, the, I guess, they're the New York Saints, not the New York Islanders. Um, it was just sarcasm. Yeah. Well, nope. $25,000, Bruce. And I wonder if he's saying, worth it. I don't care how much money you got. $25,000 is not small. No, it is not. And you know what? To be honest, we'll find out if it's worth it. Game six. Is oh, yeah. It, is he happy and content? Yeah. Does, do they pay a little more attention? I think they're done. I think they're cooked. The Boston Bruins. How about that? How about Chris, that? Chris Bird's watching Toronto. He says, speaking of U Sports, the OUA, Ontario University Athletic Association approved their return to league sports last week. Hopefully, we'll see OUA football this fall. I believe that you will. There was an email came into us from somebody that's very upset in Ontario. Did you see that email that came show email? Something about it's not fair about the athletes. It was too long. If you want us to read hate mail, keep it to one paragraph. Then we'll probably read it. Should I say this? I'm just going to say it. I got people now asking me. If I got time to talk on the phone, multiple people, viewers, I don't have time to talk on the phone. I know, I know. And it's, that's the hardest part of the whole thing 
is because you want to, because that's, oh, yes. who, you, that's who you are. That's who I am. You, you want to give them all the time. But if you see the calendar and I'm already not accomplishing all the things I need to accomplish in a day. No. Right. And it just made me think I love Stephen A. Smith, I, but I don't write him with Stephen A. You got... Can we chat? I don't think he would. How's your afternoon? Or you got time maybe later in the week? You give me an hour? Right. It's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. I'm just saying people I've never met before. That's all. And regarding Habs fans, I think I've made my thoughts very clear. I respect the Montreal Canadiens immensely. I've told you many times, uh, going into that facility, getting a tour, treated like royalty. Nothing against the Habs who are moving on to round three of the Stanley Cup playoffs, but their fans are just getting... like. Monday, I was like, let them have their fun. What's today? Tuesday, and I'm like, you guys need to stand down. You're halfway to the Stanley Cup. Brady writes in, says, arrogance isn't being excited, Rod. I think after, what, 35 years in the business, you'd be used to fans being excited. John Ohm was, I respectful last night. I said you guys fought hard. Is that arrogant? Brady, the fact that you have to defend yourself tells you that you're being annoying. And it's not 35 years in the business. It's 32, which last I checked, twice as long as you've been alive. So pipe down and just enjoy the hockey. How about that? There you go. <laughs> not, not having it. What? That's good. That's, that's <laughs> Staring good. at I me just, like, go. what's the next thing that's well, going to come out of your mouth? I'm just sitting here like a referee, like in an MMA fight, just ready to jump in and save Brady's life when he's out. So you don't hit him again when he's already down. No, um, Brady is right. No, like celebrating is one thing. It's just don't throw rub, it don't rub face. it in people's faces. In other people's faces. You can celebrate, but as soon as you bring other teams into it, then it's you know yourself. For those of us that have played sports, when the other team's like, "You gave us a great series. You played really well." Just shut up and move on to the next series. Don't say anything. Would be the nicest thing probably that you could do. And for the Prairie, what is it here? The uh, poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. The question today is daily poll. Will you cheer for the Montreal Canadiens the rest of the way? Hashtag go Habs go. 56% of people saying yes, they will. 56%. And this guy writes in and says, only 52%? Literally and figuratively, Canada's team now? Come on, kids. See, that's why they're annoying. That's why they're making people not want to cheer for them. And it's the opposite on Facebook. Is 56% it? 56% say no on Facebook. So, again, more and more people are saying no. I'm honestly surprised it's this high. Look at Vancouver a few years ago when they were, you know, even last year, they went on their little bit of a run, Right. They said, we don't want to be, we're not Canada's team. We don't want you. If you're not from here, if you're not from Vancouver, you're not allowed to cheer for the Canucks. And, it's, and I'm like, I like the Canucks. I want to cheer for the Canucks. You don't want me to cheer for the Canucks? I felt, yeah. I felt hurt. Like it was like, made me feel And bad. you didn't want to cheer for them. Then I didn't want to cheer for them. And I'm like, what do you guys want? You know that the team wants to be Canada's team. The team wants the support. They want more revenue for tickets, and they want more people watching their games and more ad dollars and all of the rest. Like, I don't know what's going on here in sports, but it's not good. It's strange. It's very strange. 
I'll say this as the team that I was the voice of for 20 years with the Rough Riders, which I nicknamed Canada's team, by the way. It was in a, right in tandem working with the club president, Jim Hobson, who's like, come on board and bring your credit card. We got jerseys. We got hats. We, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, get in here. Yeah, we got room for you. Exactly. We got room for everybody. And here's Vancouver going, you didn't cheer for us all year, so pee off. <laughs> Great business there. You're not, not right. good. Um, from the Hockey Club podcast in Tallahassee, Florida. It's easy to be humble in defeat. Good people are humble in victory. From that deep philosophical thinker, Chris Jones. Win with class. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember? I remember. <laughs> what a day that was. Oh, yeah. From Rick Restenthaler. He's watching on Facebook. He says, once the orders were done, I instantly became the number one Blue Jays fan. Stop watching hockey once your team's out. I respect that. He's like, my team's done, I'm out. I wouldn't advocate it. I, we're going to watch the Stanley Cup right to the end, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Well, you're, you're used to it. You're a Leaf fan, so you wouldn't know otherwise. Otherwise, I'd never see the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> bum. From Jason in Red Deer. You know I love you, Roddy, but I grew up watching Rough Riders football at Taylor Field. What's worse, arrogance or belligerence? Well, that's easy. Belligerence is the worst. And uh, people are going to take it too far. They always take it too far. There's always the few that take it too far. Yeah. There's videos that turn my stomach. They're not hard to find on YouTube of Stamp Rider fans getting into it with the police at McMahon Stadium in Calgary. There, I'm, there's oh. a video on YouTube. You've probably seen it where there's a Rider fan trying to get the cop's gun out of the guy's holster. Last night, I think it's still on YouTube. I'm like, no, no, no. That is not what we want. And you people that are new to what I do that don't really know my story, like, I like to stoke the fire, right? I like to... Get it going. But then I would walk out of the Moose Jaw Civic Center and the hood of my vehicle would be dented in from some fan that was mad at something that I said. I'm like, we're just playing here, right? Got to a point where I couldn't take my uh, company vehicle to, the, to games on the road because it would get vandalized. Right. Somebody always takes it too far. That's the belligerence of which you speak. Can we not keep it civil? But that's pregame trash talk. We're talking about the Habs now rubbing it in people's faces, and I think what everybody's saying is just keep it amongst yourself. Just keep it in your own little text string. Like, for instance, all my Golden Knights friends, we get up, we text each other every day, we've got a group, and it's like, you wearing your gear today? Yep, it's game day. It's just within us. Yeah. I know. We're not annoying, are we? No, well, no, and you, you keep it within yourselves. Everybody likes to spike the football, right? Everybody likes to spike, you know, and, and you sit back and you take it and you take it. And then when you finally get on top, you want to say, yeah, I did it. And now you suck and I'm doing great, you know, but you just can't do it publicly. You just can't do it publicly because it's such a bad look. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Enjoy it. But keep it to yourself. Jeff, the Stampeders fan says, I will never apologize for Stampeder fan arrogance. Of course you won't. That's why you're arrogant. An awakening is coming. What am I missing here? That's why you are the way that you guys are as a fan base. And 
Jordan Ewart's watching on uh, YouTube, and he says, belligerence turns into violence. It's a gray area. It's a fine line. It's how you get your lights punched out. <clears throat> As a guy who has had his lights punched out, I go, hey, it's 11-11. How about that? Make a wish. How about that? <laughs> how about that? How about that? Uh, the poll question today. Where is it? I'm going to say it again for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Will you cheer for the Montreal Canadiens the rest of the way? It's going down 50% now saying yes. Ken Reed's logged in and ready, and we're going to get to him in moments. I, he's a Maritimer. I would think he's a Montreal Canadiens fan, but I'm not sure. This has really got people chiming in, Darren. Would you cheer for another team that's not your own? It's kind of what we're saying here, and it's about 50-50. Megan Willis, she says, this Bruins fan might have cheered for the Habs to beat the Leafs, but you won't catch me cheering for Cal's Habs, that's her boyfriend, going forward if they're the only Canadian team left. We all have our reasons, right? Oh, yeah. For why we would cheer for others. I mean, we got friends on just about every NHL team. That's why I'll be pulling for the Islanders the rest of the way is obviously for Ebbs. We got two good Sasky boys on the Golden Knights, Canada's team. Chandler Stevenson, or as Tiger Williams likes to say after a few too many Pilsners or great Westerns, Chandelier Stevenson. What a night that was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Braden McNabb. Not to mention their general managers from Plenty Sask. Why'd you ask? So, you said, I, I said I won't be cheering for Montreal because they're going to be playing Vegas next round if Vegas gets out. Which, by the way, we've got to spend a minute on tonight's game. I said I won't cheer for them. You said you will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Very sportsmanlike of you. Well, I'm a sucker for a good story. From Travis Rosebrook, as a Leafs fan, I realistically think Montreal could pull this off. Down 3-1 after getting demolished 4-0 in Game 4 against the Leafs. I think they can do anything if they took that scenario and turned it into seven straight wins. However, every round is a different beast. And they get harder as you go. Can we talk for a second about tonight's game? Yes. Both of them, actually. Tampa Bay, Carolina. I was listening to NHL radio on the way in here. Mike Johnson was saying, like, how can you not love the Carolina Hurricanes? I guess Trocek and Nino Ryder are taking the morning skate today. They haven't, I don't think, been declared in or out for tonight. They're just run into a juggernaut that's the Tampa Bay Lightning. It, they're down 3-1. If it doesn't end tonight, it's going to end. It's so something. tough because they're, yeah. they're playing. It doesn't matter how much, if you outplay them up and down the ice. And Carolina's going toe-to-toe, and a lot of times in the series, they're outplaying Tampa. But Tampa's so loaded, and they've got it. They've learned how to win now, right? Oh, yeah. How to finish. So they don't need to control the game. They don't need as many chances because they capitalize on so many more chances than, than everybody else, and that's what's dangerous. But Sebastian Ajo is playing well. The, the goaltending's good. They can be really good in, in Carolina. And I love Rod Brindamore. I really love him as a coach. I think he's... He's the identity of the Hurricanes, so I, I hope that they, they stretch this one out. Uh, let me just say this. Vegas, Colorado tonight in Denver at Ball Arena. 
I don't expect the momentum that the Knights are on to carry over. I'm not a believer in game-to-game momentum. We're going to talk about these Stanley Cup playoffs with Ken Reed coming up. But I do expect Vegas to win tonight. They've played at home to 100% capacity crowds. I think they're about 50% in Denver. You can't tell me these crowds aren't, in, aren't impacting the games now. They for sure did in Vegas the other night. So that's amazing. And I got Vegas to win tonight, of course. It's gonna be, I'm going to be like a cat on a hot tin roof. Yeah. It's gonna, is that, that going to upset the animal activists? It's going to be a really interesting game. McKinnon, right? Can, can, <laughs> can they get him going, right? Can McKinnon get going? And there's been some talk about the ice in Vegas being a little choppy. So for those talking about that, tonight in Colorado should be completely different. So by that account, Rantanen, McKinnon, Landis, they should all be going tonight. It'll be fun. Breaking news today. The Red Deer Rebels have hired Steve Konowalczyk. As their new head coach, replacing Brent Sutter. Steve Konowalczyk, the former Washington Capitals forward and Seattle Thunderbirds coach, right? Won a championship. Taking over the Red Deer. Yeah, thanks for the reminder. I was there. Taking over the Red Yes, yeah, so was I, crying. <laughs> Ken Reed next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rock. Yes. Moose has run out of the room. So it's uh, me and Ken Reed coming up here. But quickly, the NFL report. We've been doing this for a few weeks now. People seem to like it. Jim Fossil, a former coach of the New York Giants who was named NFL Coach of the Year in 1997 and led the team to the 2001 Super Bowl, has died. He was 71. His son, John, confirmed the death to the L.A. Times Monday. And Jawan James filed a $15 million grievance Monday against the Denver Broncos, who released him last month after he ruptured an Achilles tendon during an off-site workout. Also Monday, the offensive tackle agreed to a two-year deal with Baltimore that ESPN reported was worth up to $9 million and includes 500000 this year while James rehabs with the Ravens. couple things going on in the National Football League. Also, notification this morning that Green Bay's opened their mini-camp and uh, Aaron Rodgers is not there. Let's bring him in now. The pride of Pecto, Nova Scotia, Ken Reed, who has not had a haircut in a while. How are you doing, Kenny? Oh. Yeah, it's illegal to get a haircut here still. Another four weeks, I've been told. So this uh, mop's a little greasy. I'm, I'm trying to get the mullet thing going in the back. I'm working on that heavy. And I, I have warned my wife that this summer, at some point, I'm going to go in and get it professionally cut and really thinned out and wear a mullet for a week. Just I want to do it for a week. I think it would be amazing. I've asked for one, and my barber said, no. She's more of a stylist. Really? She's like, how about no, hard no. So I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think if I grow one well enough, I might get a tryout on the 1991 Regina Pats. You know, because <laughs> that was the WHL passport, wasn't it back then? Everybody Absolutely. had one. Little more, yeah. A little more late 80s, yeah, Kenny. But hey, I, uh, listen, take me inside Sportsnet and you big shot network, folks. I thought they would <laughs> yeah. bring somebody in with the Clippers and a cape and they'd do hey, you guys hair hey, right man. in there? We are not Steven Seagal. We are not above the law, right? So the, f- the flow is going to go and the flow is going to grow. So uh, they have the makeup artists. The makeup artists are all, you know, masked up and stuff. But uh, for the guys, we just do our own makeup. Because you know what it's like, Rod, as a guy, you just basically, you know, you just cover your face with the 
with the makeup, it's pretty easy. The, the ladies, they, they take a little longer. Um, yeah. so, so our makeup artist, Nadine, who we love, she came back about a month ago. So it's great to see Nadine back. Like, the, it's weird, right? Because at work, I mean, Nadine, we see her every day, and then we didn't see her for a year, year and a half. So it's so weird. times. I know it's still yeah. strange. So on the Montreal thing, I got I love my Habs fans friends. I love them, but they're begin becoming a little annoying. Growing up in Nova Scotia, were you a Habs fan? Grew up a massive Habs fan. Uh, you know, every game, every Saturday night, I'd wear my hat, my jogging pants, my jersey. In fact, uh, 1993, when they played in the final against LA, my good buddy Sandy Mackay called me. Uh, two, three days before game one, he said, let's go to game one. So me and Sandy and about four other guys hopped in Sandy's Dodge Caravan. We drove 13 hours straight to Montreal, bought scalper tickets for game one of the final against the Kings. And believe it or not, scalper tickets to game one cost us a hundred bucks a piece. So different, <laughs> different time. Different yeah. era, different time, different era. Yeah. So how are you feeling yeah. now with, with them halfway to the first cup since 1993? Yeah, well, to, to be honest, now I'm kind of a fan of the game, and I know we all say that in the media, but it's true. I mean, and you, you were saying you re- root for guys from Saski, you root for friends. No different for me. I guess if I'm looking at Team Nova Scotia, it would be the Colorado Avalanche. But I have to admit, um, like this this run, it's just so reminiscent to '93 because your superstars, your goalie, right? And I think it was John Leclerc that said, you know, that they won the ten games in overtime. And it's like, well, all we have to do is score because Patrick's not going to give one up in overtime and I kind of I'm getting that same vibe from Carey Price and the vibe post game from Carey Price was basically last night was we haven't done anything yet he was just short answers so focused even when they won if you saw his reaction we showed on the on the broadcast he was just picked up his water bottle a couple of hugs he wasn't pumping his fists and skating down the ice he's just so calm what I would give to have Carey Price's heart rate. I think it would it serve well for Health Canada. I mean, the guy is just so cool, and uh, you know he's he's been to the semis before, so you know I guess in his mind he hasn't accomplished anything yet, and I think that's that's what you want. I, I mean, enjoy the moment, but in truth, I mean, if he played for the Leafs, they'd probably make a DVD at this point, right? If he won two rounds, do they still make DVDs? But yeah, so. Hey, he hasn't. They haven't accomplished anything yet, but it's it's cool to watch. It's very very. It's got a Big 1993 vibe to it, for sure. Oh, it does. Uh, by the way, from Corey watching in Tallahassee, Florida, says Rod wore makeup on radio for years. How about that? Uh, <laughs> I didn't wear it then, didn't wear it now, but they're urging me to. Uh, I You're guess not wearing makeup right now? No. I'm just naturally beautiful, oh, wow. if you can believe. Yeah. Oh, you are. You are. Well, <laughs> I got a lot, lot of stuff to cover up, so. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, but I understand you're taken. I know Kyle Brandt is your guy, so I'm not making any overtures or anything. But um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Have you talked to him lately? Yeah. By the way, I haven't talked to my uh, football bromance uh, lately. Sometimes we'll text each other, but or, or not lately. But that guy and I—I I don't know what happened. But when they matched us up the first time together, they said uh, you and Kyle are gonna jive because. You're on the same wavelength. We're both pop culture guys. We're both 80s guys. We're the same age. We, I think we both look at sports in the same way in that um, it's serious at time, but it's you actually pick up a football and you, you pick up a baseball and you, you whack a puck around as a kid uh, for this thing. What's it called? Oh, yeah, to have fun. So mm-hmm. sports is supposed to be fun. Kyle sees it that way. It does get serious as you get older, but I think for most sports fans, they just they just want to have fun and be entertained. They don't care about Corsi and Fenwick and advanced stats and that's fine for those who do 
But um, I always say sports matters when my mom talks to me about it. When my, if my mom calls and she says, what about the Montreal Canadiens, Kenny? Then I'll know. When she calls me, she says, oh, my, the Blue Jays. Then I know it's resonating. So that's kind of how I approach sports. Oh, it's a great gauge. Absolutely. Your family, your friends. No, I couldn't agree more. Kyle Brandt, by the way, who we're talking about is from NFL Network and, as I recall, a former soap opera star. But um, yes, just on the yes, – uh, yeah, the I've read – I've read his Wikipedia on the CP <laughs> on the CP 31 thing, though. He deserves a Stanley cup before he's done. You know, he's a good Western yeah. Canadian kid. And I was telling somebody the other day about Grant fear when I got to spend some time with him last year and just realized same thing. Nothing bothers these guys. The, the, what you said, the heart rate, right? I think that's prerequisite for that job. Ken. It has to be. If you're a goalie and you freak out, my son wants to be a goalie and he went nuts. Every time the Leafs got scored against the playoffs, I said, Son, if you want to be a goalie, you got you're going to get scored on. It's it's not about the puck that went in; it's about the next one. But I mean, what amazes me about a guy like Fuhr, a guy like Price, is they are so cool and calm. Then a guy like Billy Smith, he was just pumped <laughs> the whole game, and he won four cups in a row. So I guess both approaches work, right? It's just absolutely. I guess I guess I'll, I guess I'll go back to Audio Slave. To be yourself is all that you can do. But I don't recall Billy Smith going haywire anytime he got scored upon. I recall him going haywire anytime a guy came near him. But I think when once that puck goes in, it's done. You can't do anything about it. So just control the next one. Well, you say that, and I'm thinking also of Roy as a Habs fan who runs hotter than Patty, the king, and uh, and Hextall. So, yeah, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat. Jordan Ewart, yeah. watching on YouTube, says, Ken, you would be a great permanent addition to Tim and Friends. I got to be honest, I'm really enjoying the show a lot. And I got my buddies on there. Uh, you know, Borny was on there yesterday, I think. Like it's, Borny, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun the way they've been rotating it. Is that they're, they're going to continue yeah. to do that? Yeah, as far as I know. I mean, I'm, I'm Mr. Wednesday. So until they tell me otherwise. And, and like I say to Tim, they're not paying me to be here. So as far as I'm concerned, I can do whatever the hell I want. So <laughs> I'm Wednesday for now. <laughs> Yeah, what works. I, I'm enjoying just the variety of opinions and so forth. We're talking about Thanks. Tim and Friends uh, late uh, late afternoons for us out here in Western Canada yeah, on sure. Sportsnet Radio. Uh, hey, Blue Jays, you know how yeah. big they are in Western Can- Canada. I think you know yeah. how big they are. People are really talking about them a lot. But Arash was on here yesterday and felt expectations are too high. In that, maybe when the manager makes a decision people don't like, people are going nuts. When there's an error, people are going nuts. Where are yeah. you on this year's Blue Jays and what we should expect out of them? Some people are going nuts, man. People should yeah. go nuts. I mean, you have all this young talent. Like, don't waste it. Don't waste what Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is doing. Get him some pitching. Somehow get some pitching. Uh, if you're the manager, make the right decisions. That thing with Tyler Chadwood a week ago Sunday, that was a disgrace. I mean, if you're leaving a guy in, if it was to prove a point, there are better ways to prove a point than to cost the young, the, the, the 24 other guys in uniform a game, okay? I think there's better ways to do that. I think the, the bullpen was lights out. Um, lights out the first month. I think the overwork caught up to them. The injuries are crazy, but there's injuries all over the game of baseball. Um, my my opinion is go for it. You have this young talent. Like, I mean, was it was it Ken Holland who was a pretty balanced with the Oilers this year and kind of said you can't go for it every year? I disagree with that. If you have a Connor McDavid, you go for it. If you're in Pittsburgh and they have Sidney Crosby, they go for it every year. If I'm the Blue Jays and I've got Vladimir Guerrero leading pretty much every offensive category uh, in the American League, if not the bigs, 
and you've got young talent like Bo Bichette, you've got a Marcus Simeon, you got Teoscar Hernandez, you got Lourdes Gurriel Jr., you got some offense, you get some pitching, and you go for it. Now, the best thing is, is when they went on the run a few years back, they picked up David Price at, at the deadline, and they made some other acquisitions, and they got hot the last couple months. So if they stay in the hunt, pick up some arms and go for it, man. And I know that's easier said than done, but there's a reason why you stock your, your prospects so you can trade them for proven major league talent. So they're young guys that they that they stocked up on. They're in the bigs now. So if you've got other guys down there, make a move. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't know about you, Rod, but I hate when I hear about Alex Manoa going in. Is there a pitch count on him tonight? Yeah, well, we'll I'm like, let the kid throw the ball, right? They've got all this sports science, and they brag about these advanced metrics and everything they got. Well, as many people are getting hurt now as they did in 1968 off this stuff. Just in 1968, when you ripped your shoulder out, you just went away and nobody knew about it. He's 23 years old. Let the kid throw the ball. Go for it. So I guess I'd be the opposite of my uh, Nova Scotia brother, Arash Bidet. Jen's watching at the Four Seasons. She says the key word is young. But, you know, I'll say this, uh, Ken, I think might be my last question or comment to you, but... For an anchor, I love that you're not afraid to let it rock. I remember when you went off on uh, on the Rays skipper in the World Series last year going by analytics. Oh, remember that? Yeah. And now oh, this, oh. with, Char- with, with Char- Charlie Montoyo, because what he said after leaving the kid in was, we just won five of our last six, basically is what he said, oh. right? It was, it was a throwaway inning. And I hate that baseball philosophy of, oh, it's, why aren't we talking about the previous two that we won? Because you just lost that one. Like this whole baseball uh, thing that, oh, it's a loss, it doesn't matter. I, I, last I saw, uh, Rod, everything adds up, right? So if you win 82 games, if you win one more, that's 83, and 83 is better than 82. So that's as far as I go with analytics. Well, what was the reaction to that comment? Because it struck me a little odd that Charlie Montoyo would say that. How did it go over in Toronto? Uh, pretty much the way it's going over Ken Pucks and Re- Deep Reed. I like that. Pretty much the way it's going over here. I mean, you like you look the rash, and some people were cool with it, and then other guys like me were not cool with it. I admire. We talked about Carey Price's resting heart rate. What's the resting heart rate of a major league manager? Oh my God, they can't even come out and freak out at the ump's anymore because of instant replay. <laughs> so I admire that it's one sixty-two. That it's a long way. Uh, you know, it's win every six to ten, but that, I don't think that means you throw away one. So the reaction was pretty split. I mean, you had guys like me going Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan crazy on it, and you had other guys that were like, "It's a process, let it play out." But I think there's a there's a there's a big difference in Blue Jays fandom between what the media preaches and what the fan base preaches. And I find the Blue Jays media is very. Yeah, it's a long season. Just relax, everybody. They're very much kind of on board with the team preaches. And the fans are kind of going, you know what? We had that 15, 16 run. That was fantastic. We haven't won anything since 93. Do you really want to preach patience to us? And how come the Red Sox every year, uh, every year I hear the Red Sox are better than expected? Because they they are. They go for it. You're in a division with the Yankees and the Red Sox, and you want to preach patience to me? No. Go for it. And now you see the, the, the fruits of this patience, like the fruits of your labor of five years from Shapiro and Atkins saying, stay the course, stay the course. Okay, that's cool. Everybody did. So now that time's up. But now you're still having some people say, well, stay patient, stay patient. No, no, no. Let's go. It's Yeah. Fine. We got uh, 45 seconds. They tell me, how are book sales, Ken? 
Oh, they're flying off the shelves. I tell you, uh, my house is, I'm thinking of getting a bigger house. Um, yeah, if you want to get rich, Rod, I'll tell you right now, get into Canadian publishing. No, they're fine. I'm flattered that anybody buys my books. I can never be a weather presenter. See, I was going to say that's my latest one. But that's my latest one, one to remember, beside John Garrett and my Picto Mariners banner. Uh, it's sold well, but if you'd like to pick it up, it's about guys who scored a single goal in the NHL. It's cool stories. And but yeah, I love doing my books because I love talking to players and I love getting stories out of them. And then I'm I'm lucky that I get to call them. And we're, we're lucky, Rod, because we get to call people and bug them. But if if we stop these athletes on the streets, they kind of be like, okay, that's that's enough time. But guys in our position, we can call them. And and hockey players are really generous with their time. So book sales have been have been nice, and I'm flattered. And thanks to anyone who's ever bought one of my books. Available at all bookstores. And and by the way, yes, it's one of the greatest parts of our job. And it's funny you said, John Garrett, because I'm looking over your shoulder, Kenny. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the era and the jersey. So yeah. I couldn't tell from oh. here if it was Richard Berdeer, Glenn Hanlon, John Garrett, or any one of those Vancouver goalies that wore that jersey. So thanks yeah, for clarifying. That's Cheech. That's Cheech going into the two-pad stack right before a hot dog falls out of his right pad. You know that story, right? Oh, Cheech absolutely. Hot dogs down of pad. course. <laughs> Ken, keep it up. We're watching very closely, my man. Always appreciate the time. Thanks, Rod. Appreciate it, buddy. Love what you do. Thank you, pal. Sportsnet anchor Ken Reed joining us from the T-Dot. We're going to talk some uh, hoops when we come back at a sports update. You are watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. For the Hoops fans, you're going to love this. Just ahead of our chat with Andrew Gotzelig, CEO of Hoop Life. A sports update. The defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning can advance to round three tonight with a victory over the host Carolina Hurricanes. The Lightning are up 3-1, heading into game five and are being led by Nikita Kucherov, who leads all players in playoff scoring with 17 points in 10 games. Later on, it's Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. At the Colorado Avalanche in a series that's tied to two. Bruce Cassidy, the head coach of the Boston Bruins, fined $25,000 today by the National Hockey League for comments critical of officiating following game five last night. The Blue Jays open a three-game set in the Windy City tonight against the Central Division-leading Chicago White Sox. Toronto's offense has been strong, led by Vladdy and his American League best 18 home runs. And the Hamilton Honey Badgers have announced they've signed former G League champion Trayvon Duval for their 2021 CEBL season. The six foot three guard last played during the 2019-20 season suiting up for the Iowa Wolves of the NBA G League. Undrafted in 2018, he played in the 2018 NBA Summer League with the Houston Rockets before signing a two-way contract with the Milwaukee Bucks. CEBL tipping off later on this month. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca. All the inside WHL breaking news and analysis. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. We will get into the business of basketball at the end of this interview as we bring in uh, Andrew Gotzelig, longtime 
Well, not that long time, friend of ours, couple years, more so with Clark, I think, Andrew, but uh, the CEO of Hoop Life to talk a little hoops. And I'm glad you are here because some people were writing in earlier. Let's jump right into it, Andrew. Yeah. They said, what happened to the Bucks last night? Because they got shellacked by the Brooklyn Nets. You have some strong thoughts on what's going on in the NBA playoffs. Well, if if anyone has heard me talk before, they know I am unbelievably critical of two teams in the NBA, the Clippers and the Nets. Those two, those are two teams that I am not a fan of at all um, for various reasons. And so let's get into it though. <laughs> <laughs> last night, I'm so I was, I was on with Clark on the squad cast last week and I just was, I, I ripped, I, I compared Kyrie Irving to the psycho ex-girlfriend that there, that's going to be the reason that the team falls apart. And I'm watching last night and I'm sitting there and I'm like, so my team, LeBron, the, the, the purple and gold, they're done. And so I'm watching last night without James Harden. And they, the Nets, pl- they blew the Bucks out in game two. So now the Nets have a, two, have a 2-0 lead as, as we go yep. to Milwaukee. They played an, an almost perfect game. But the reason I was so impressed was obviously like KD, Kyrie, they played great. But Blake Griffin, some of these some of these. Uh, role players in Bro- in Brooklyn were pl- played amazing, and so to be honest, I don't want the Nets to win. I think that it's it's. I think they put the team together to beat LeBron. That was that was the undertone there. No, they don't that, have to. No, they don't <laughs> have to. So I, I mean, I don't see any way the Nets are going to lose. Yeah, well, the score last night, by the way, was Brooklyn 125, Milwaukee 86. So as Andrew said, the Nets were up two games tonight. And then out west, how about the Suns? Like, this is the weirdest thing in these NBA playoffs. Teams that have not been in the playoffs in a generation are in the yeah. playoffs. And the Suns are up 122-105 last night. They beat the Nuggets, and they're up one game to none. But I'm not an NBA or basketball aficionado like yourself. However, what I, I do have an eye on it. And I remember when Stephen A. Smith was very critical of Steve Nash. Canada's favorite basketball son being yeah. hired by Brooklyn. And he said, I think he said it was a product of white privilege. I think that's what he said. Yeah. And, and here they are rolling to an NBA title. Like, yeah, it's the most talented team in the NBA, but that couldn't be an easy job coaching them. No. And, and I think that's, 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 that's BS to, to say that Steve Nash only got that job because of white privilege. There's so many coaches that have had minimal experience that have got off that have had head coaching mm-hmm. uh, job offers. And so Steve Nash got that job because, he, number one, he worked with the Warriors when Kevin Durant was there. He worked close with Kevin Durant. So Kevin Durant knew, and they had the trust built that, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. We want, we want him. And so I believe that that was a move that Kevin Durant said to Kyrie, this is our guy. I've worked with him the last two years because Steve Nash was working with the Warriors for like two years during that, that finals mm-hmm. run. And so I believe that Kevin Durant knew that Steve Nash was the guy. And so as we were, we were talking off air, the, I, I think a lot of times when you're dealing with these huge superstars, it doesn't so much matter with the X's and O's. It matters, can you manage big personalities? And when you look at Phil Jackson and the job he did with Kobe and MJ, it was all about just managing the egos, managing, he managed Shaq and Kobe, Dennis Rodman, all these crazy players. And, and Phil Jackson kind of wrote the book on being able to manage egos. And I think that Steve Nash has done that this year because you got a lot of personalities on the team like Kyrie's crazy hat mm-hmm. on a good well, day. Well Durant might be the flakiest and, of them all. And Durant is is if he's not on on his on his burner accounts <laughs> tweeting at fans I mean he's yeah. they're crazy and so uh, to have Steve Nash there like he's obviously managing it and keeping it going but last night I I got a whole new respect for the team because they looked hungry and they played incredible defense there's no way they lose. 
An NBA championship. There's no way. Unless well, unless the, the psycho ex-girlfriend Kyrie Irving comes into the picture and starts going crazy and skipping games. But if he can stay focused, I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to lose. Well, it wouldn't necessarily bother me. But you're talking about the collusion thing, the super team thing, like yeah. the heat and stuff. And so I get yeah. why you think that might not be right. But eh, that's, that's, hey, the NBA allows it to happen. Yeah, it totally. So clearly they don't have a problem. Listen, we, we don't have a ton of time, but let me just ask you this. You yeah. said your favorite player is LeBron. I used to like LeBron. He's kind of worn me out. <laughs> Why do you love him so much? So I, I got into basketball as a grade four kid in 2004 because LeBron. And so I grew up, that was the first player I ever saw, and I watched him. And so LeBron, there's been no player in my mind that has ever faced as much criticism as LeBron. And it's not, it's not even close. There's been no, like, look at every sport over, over, over generations. There's no player that's faced that much. And if you don't believe me, just search, no, I, I, so, yeah, search, search LeBron's first game back in Cleveland when he went to Miami. It was just unbelievable the hate that he's gotten. So I feel like LeBron sometimes gets criticism because he's not like a Kobe. He's not like an MJ. He's a different breed. He's a, he's a different breed. And what I've always loved about him is he's cared about the things he can control and he and he's and he's put aside so like yesterday people were critical or, or two days ago when they lost the Suns, people were saying well he goes in the interview and he just promotes space jam for, for five minutes and he doesn't and he doesn't and kobe wouldn't do that mj wouldn't do that and i see that and i'm like this man just focuses on what he can control and he's a different breed yeah. and so i've loved what he's been able to do off the court and i think like I don't know. I've been a big fan of him since I was a kid, and so there's a lot of bias. That's fine. I just think he invites yeah. a lot of the the uh, the he's, hate, to I, be honest. I, but I think he's the Godfather. That's his favorite movie that that he's yeah. always watching. And I think yeah, yeah, for sure. I could see it. I think that I could see it when documentaries come out. Uh, you know, 30 years from now, we're going to see that he was way more ruthless than he puts himself. Oh, out I don't to be. doubt that for a second. Yeah. <laughs> now you got a new building. Let's just wind up on that. Tell us about hoop life. Uh, things yeah. are going very well for you. Yeah. No, I mean it's been it's been an incredible last like year and a half. It's been scary at times, but we knew that for us to grow uh, and and grow our hoop life vision is to be able to create this hoop life movement, create centers, and then be able to expand. So as you can see on the screen now. We have officially launched the news of our new facility, so it'll be opening in early September. And uh, right now, we, we have all of our summer camps open at our old location, but we're like we're excited. This will be a complete state of the art facility for the for our city here in Regina, and it'll be a full court hardwood. Uh, it'll be a place like n like none other that kids in the city have not have have no opportunity right now to go just play basketball if they're not. Uh, if, if the only place now to go play basketball is you, you can go to the gyms in the schools, which, as we know, those are those are yeah. locked up pretty tight. And I said to you that I said, am I correct in saying a basketball academy? And you said we don't just teach basketball. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we we have we, we really like to think of Hoop Life as we're like a basketball lifestyle company. So, I mean, we have Hoop Life in Regina, but we also have our Hoop Life app, which through the pandemic has done very well and month over month continues to grow. So we're excited. I mean, our, our big vision with Hoop Life is just to grow this into a real global brand and then grow this around the world. And so this Regina Center is 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 our home. This is what we love. This is this is kind of like, you know, chapter one of Hoop Life was getting you know, creating who we are, creating our identity. And now chapter two is with this center. And we hope that we can go chapter three all the way up to 100. All right. Well, there's questions coming in for you. Uh, they can follow you on social media and go back and Definitely. forth with you on there. How that? Uh, all right. Andrew, thanks for coming in. Thanks for the hoops chat. <laughs> Thank Continued you, man. success. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Andrew Godsley joining us from Hoop Life. Moose will come back in for overtime right after this break. We got to, are we facing off today? 
It's uh, the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back. It's overtime, and Moose has joined us. I'm back. And uh, I've got I've turned the fan on here. You never know on a day whether the fans are going to be working in here or not. And I know. Oops, hot, 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 hot. But it's the final segment here. And boy, have I got people worked up today. You got to understand, this is fun stuff. This is fun stuff. Johnny writes in. John the Habs fan on the Prairie Mobile text ah. line. He says, hi, Roddy. John the Habs fan here. The Vegas Golden Knights aren't Canada's team. The Montreal Canadiens are and always will be. And they'll always be God's team as well. Habs will beat Vegas or Colorado in round three and go on to win the Stanley Cup. <clears throat> yeah, you go. The Montreal Canadiens, A, Wear American colors, red, white, and blue. Yeah. And don't have a maple leaf on their jersey. How could they be Canada's How could they team? be Canada's team? I'm just kidding, but Man, it's easy to work people up. I know. Uh, from Metal Shingle Guy. Oh, I can't read this. It's not real bad, but he's just talking about deformities happening if you get vaccinated. We still no. talking about that? No, no. Bob from Grand Prairie, Alberta. As a Canadian... I will cheer for Montreal. The cup should take residence in a Canadian city, not a U.S. city. It's just the way it is. Says you. Do you think that's... Yeah, I want it in Canada, too. I I, I get it, but not everybody. The Montreal fans are wearing people out. That's the theme, and we're only halfway through this thing. That's the theme of the show today. Look, we have a lot of trouble... (sighs) cheering other people on right we have a lot of trouble supporting other people in life and cheering other people on when we're not in a position of success right you notice how when you are successful you never have a problem helping, helping others. somebody out yes and but when you feel like you're not there yet you don't want anybody else to get there before you do and that's a little bit of a problem with society but when you can unlock that and get there man does it get a lot better but you're seeing that right now with sports fans like, I don't want them to win because my team hasn't won, and that would make me feel really bad if they won. Yeah. But you got to get past that, and you got to be able to feel good for somebody else. And then, you know what? Put that good karma out, and your time will come, right? Oh, yeah. Leafs fans, this would be the ultimate thing. If you can put away everything and cheer for Montreal, that little bit of karma might be what you need to exercise these demons of. 67 and 17 years without the first round won't be able to do it, but they won't be able to do it. Well, I think John, the Habs fan is speaking for a lot of Habs fans with what he said, just freaking out that I'm calling the golden Knights, Canada's team stomping his feet. Um, C Walker watching on YouTube says, "Eh, but Habs fans aren't obnoxious with the eye roll emoji, which is one of my favorites, by the way. From Jordan Ewart, these are the comments that make people hate on the Habs. <laughs> Just enjoy the run. Don't jinx it. People are getting worked up. Yeah, I think I'm done on that. 
Robin Wildey writes in and says, Nipawa of the Manitoba Junior Hockey League rebranded itself to the Nipawa Titans. You're applauding the move? I'm all about it. It's the Titans. That's why I'm all about it. I mean, caving to public pressure, if you think it's right or wrong, I mean, that's uh, do the right thing. Always do the right thing. I just clap because it's the Titans. So I can support that for sure. From Janelle. She says, Darren, are you insane? Janelle. Oh, to cheer for Montreal. Do it. She won't do it. It will help. Okay, good karma. Put it out there. I'm going to... uh, I'm not going to make Janelle jealous because she's got all this gear, but Janelle, look at this. We got a package show up here today. Blades. This one's like... Not literally got my name on it. Wait a minute. That's the rush. That's a, this is a package from the Priestner Sports Group. Oh, I already tucked it in my... You already <laughs> put it in your bag. I already put it in my bag. How about that? It's How hot. That? It's hot. This is hot. This is a dry fit Saskatoon Blades golf shirt. And what have I said many times? The road to my heart is not through my stomach. It's through golf shirts from your hockey team. I got a box of stuff. Oh, yeah. Blades Coffee Mug. We should send this to Janelle just because oh. she's such a great fan of both us and... So hot. Another, like, it never ends. Who wants this? That's good, too, yeah. Uh, large. Darren? It's over here. Need a night shirt? Come on home <laughs> to daddy. Oh, this will fit nice yeah. on the golf course. Janelle says, aren't those gorgeous? Oh, yeah. Love it. Yes, they are. Thanks to our teams. <laughs> From C. Walker, like I said, like asking a Bomber fan to cheer for the Riders and vice versa. Oh, and you know what? We didn't even talk about the Winnipeg Jets today. Maybe tomorrow, because we're looking uh, forward, not behind. Jets, they made way too many mistakes. They made way too many mistakes last night. It was hard to watch. Yeah. But they're learning. They're climbing up the mountain. Tomorrow on the program, Andy Ide, Seattle Kraken reporter for NHL.com and Thunderbirds reporter for 710 ESPN Seattle and more. Have a good day. You too. See you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus. That's the secret sauce. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.